I've got some criminal action against some filmmakers. Ooh, well, that's a good one. I like that one. All right, I've got uh, a heroic story of gliding. Oh, that's, this ties in well. Mm, yes, well, yours is more plummety, isn't it? Mine's more plummety than glidey. Yeah. yeah. Very temporary <laughs> gliding. Hey guys, welcome, Come on. welcome to Inspiration Daily. It's mm. the podcast where every day we take an inspirational quote that we found on the internet and just sort of chat around it. Mm, he's Do we? Cap. I'm Nat Tappick. This is Lizzie Roper, and together we're going to discuss live, love, sleep. And is there anything else we need to be doing with our spare time? <laughs> you don't have to be mad to work it, but it helps. <laughs> Thank you, I mean, Arthur this Smith. is a facility for... <laughs> Right, I'm going to take us to the 23rd of July, 1983, and mine is an inspirational story. It's the story of the Gimli Glider, or Air Canada Flight 143, a Boeing 767 going from Montreal to Edmonton. And at 41,000 feet over Red Lake, Ontario, a light came on, um, which said, you've run out of fuel in your left engine. (gasps) And the captain, the first officer went, no, we've checked it, that's fine. It's probably just the lights not working, Um, So that which may mean the pump's faulty. But fortunately, we've designed the plane so that if we turn the pump off, the fuel should fall into the engine because of gravity. So (laughs) they turned it off. And then the light on the other wing went off oh. and said, you've now got no fuel left in either engine. And that's when they checked again and realised, oh, mm. the Canadian aeronautical system is in the middle of changing between the Imperial and metric units. Oh, of course, because I forgot that. Crew. Imperial <laughs> yeah. full is metric yeah. empty, isn't it? I forgot that. Well, fuel, apparently plane fuel is measured by weight and the... Oh, no. um, the ground crew had measured the weight of the fuel in pounds. Unfortunately, the Boeing 767 was a brand new aircraft and measured fuel in kilograms. Uh-oh. So they only had half as much fuel as they thought when they set off. And then there were no more engines left. <laughs> and so they went to the checklist of things you should do when there aren't any engines left and found that section doesn't exist because no one had ever thought that you could lose both engines. Oh, oh. So, Ooh. fortunately, Captain Pearson had been a glider pilot at one point. Uh, oh, Ooh. also, this was the Boeing 767 was the first uh, plane that had all of its um, hydraulic systems run by electricity. So, of course, when you lost power, um, because the petrol in the engines wasn't running, which was generating power for the whole aircraft, you could mm. no longer generate any power to do anything at all. So, essentially, you're just Hooray! sitting in a big metal tube that is plummeting towards the earth. There was a little thing called a ram turbine, which meant that as the air passed across it, that could par- um, make a little bit of energy. So you could power some, you could slightly steer things one way or the other. Mm. Uh, and that is how they had to land the plane at RC, Ro- the Royal Canadian Air Force Base at Gimli. Um, because there was no sound, however, they couldn't warn anyone that they were landing. And as they came into the land, planes, they saw... A plane's not fitted oh. with horns! Oh. <laughs> they saw two children playing on bicycles on the runway. Oh, my God! Oh. <laughs> um, and they couldn't do anything. They had to stare at them and go, Get out of the way, kids! I love oh. that even the bicycles were better equipped to avert a disaster <laughs> than the plane with their little bells. Yeah. I mean, usually they would stall it to slow down or they would uh, lower the flaps. They couldn't do any of those things, of course, because none of this. As the plane was going slower and slower and lower and lower, the turbine was generating less and less power and could do fewer and fewer things. Why didn't they um, just wind the windows down and scream, Scrubber! 
<laughs> Essentially, they did. They pushed the rudder one way and the ailerons mm. the other way and hoped that it would just start falling and stop flying forwards. Oh. Uh, and they managed to do it. They crashed the nose in. Uh, the the nose oh. crashed into the ground. The landing gear failed, but everyone survived. The fact that the land, apart from the blue, well, everyone survived. But because the nose had crushed into the ground, the back end was sticking up. So the inflatable raft that came out of the back door mm. didn't reach quite to the ground. So some people hurt themselves dropping mm. off the end of that. And having been the only people who had flown uh, a Boeing 767 with absolutely no power and glided it in a a dead stick landing, Captain Pearson was demoted for six months and First Officer Quintle was suspended for two weeks (laughs) because they hadn't checked there was enough fuel. Wow. Which is fair enough, I suppose. But they did heroically save everyone in a way that had never been anticipated would be needed. Uh, oh, they didn't know how fast they were going, of course, because they didn't have any instruments. So they had to keep uh, phoning on the radio the air traffic control towers to tell them how fast they were going so that they could guess how far away they were oh, from things. Everything anyway, about they... this story makes my bumhole curl. <laughs> Wait till you hear mine. Terrifying. Oh, no! Oh, yeah. I can't take any more. Uh, and uh, the plane itself, the Ghibli Glider, flew until 2008, uh, at which point someone tried to auction it off and no one wanted it. It's now been scrapped. And that's my heroic story for the 23rd of July, 1983, The Gimli Glider. Well, that was very exciting. Imagine some sort of aerial disaster. What a Mm. thing. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, it'd be awful if there'd been another one on the same day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Terrible. Was it similar years, wasn't it? It must have been around the same time. Let's go to 1982. 23rd of July, and I don't know if you've seen <gasps> Twilight Zone, the movie. Uh, I think if you have, you'll agree that... It'll colour your appreciation. It's brilliance uh, entirely justifies the horror <laughs> that unfurled during its production. Uh, so it is obviously the uh, the movie of the TV series with uh, all your favourites, Vic Morrow now deceased uh, yeah. Scatman Crothers Kathleen Quinlan Scatman John Crothers Lithgow. yeah mm. Scatman Crothers from The Shining oh, oh yeah oh yeah Scatman Crothers from The Shining yeah no yeah I have that up would you sorry Lizzie are you heavily into scat um weirdly enough no but the wet your cup of tea the the wet dog's appendages I, look, I very much appreciate watching my dog's anus open up like Mick Jagger's lips on the mm. headland, letting forth his <laughs> chocolatey gift to the world oh, and picking it up in a plastic bag. Yes, all right, I do. I get off on that. And my sister and I give the marks out of ten. I'll admit that. But scat, jazz, no, no thank you very much. <laughs> Some things are just sickening, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Okay, well, that's the fun out of the way. Let's talk about the dead, illegally hired child Mm. actors. So um, they were filming a segment, Time Out, directed Mm. by uh, John Landis. They had uh, different directors doing each segment. Uh, Steven Spielberg did uh, one segment. George Miller did another one. Mm. Uh, John Landis was directing this one. And uh, there was uh, a helicopter being used on set. And uh, there was a misunderstanding uh, basically, yeah, U.S. Army. <laughs> they forgot that they needed to apply child labour laws. Well, hang on. Was Mr. Blobby the production manager on this? Yeah, uh, I don't know that Mr. Blobby ever made it to Hollywood. <laughs> um, not, not in a crew capacity. 
I think no. he was in Apocalypse Now. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I'm confusing it yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. The horror. The horror. Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, the helicopter pilot uh, couldn't navigate through the fireballs created by pyrotechnic effects for the sequence. Uh, the technician on the ground didn't know this and just let off a couple of charges close <gasps> together. The helicopter spun out of control and it landed on top of Vic Morrow, the actor. <gasps> And two child actors yeah. as they were crossing a small pond uh, away from a mock-up of a village. And all three of them were killed instantly. <gasps> Morrow and one oh. of the children decapitated by the rotor blades. The other oh. child crushed to death by one of the struts. The children were six and seven years old and had been hired in violation of California law. Mm. Uh, you are not allowed to have children working at night or in proximity to explosions. I can't yeah. think why! Mm. Yeah. And um, John Landis admitted culpability for their hiring, but not the Mm -hmm. accident. And it caused a big fallout between Steven Spielberg and John Landis. Uh, Steven Spielberg was disgusted. And uh, he said, no movie is worth dying for. I think people are standing up much more now than ever before to producers and directors who ask too much. I mean, it was a long time till we got to 2017. Yeah. If something is also, he safe... didn't take his name off the film. No, and they, yeah, Spielberg they still didn't release... dislike it enough to take his bit out of that film. Oh, nat, 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 nat. Fortunately, of course, oh. Jan, John Landis never worked again, apart from Trading Places, Three Amigos, yeah, Beverly Hills yeah, Cop 3, yeah. the ah, yeah. video. But how many helicopters were in all of those films? <laughs> Too <Zero>. many. <laughs> I'm sure there's one in the Trading Places, isn't there? Uh, don't don't they go around Manhattan so. in a... Oh. There's definitely Ooh. a train. There's and a, a, and a dis- disturbing gorilla bit. A trolley. Oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, I don't think much of it's OK now. Anyway, it's a jolly old sort of a thing. Well, as long as those responsible paid their dues to society, I think we can all rest easy. There must have yep. been a massive payout to those to the families. Surely. Uh, uh, that, well, I know that people were tried and acquitted on charges of manslaughter. <gasps> Um, but I think the studio it took, settled. It took it took nearly a decade to resolve the whole thing. During which yeah. time, of course, as you say, Landis didn't release any films, including Trading <laughs> Places. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, and it did lead to one of the most prolific comedy directors in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, good times. That's yes. right. All those films you used to enjoy, you can't. Yeah, ruined by us. What yeah. are we going to ruin next? Yeah. I'll tell you what, we're going to ruin people who have <laughs> birthdays today. <laughs> by putting rude words on their name. It's the Rude Birthdays and Rude Death Days. Happy birthday to Woody Harrelson. He played Woody Boyd in Cheers. Uh, he's also a raw vegan, who, which is, doesn't even eat sugar or flour. He was named Peter's Sexiest Vegetarian in 2012. Peter, of course, run a series of shelters in which they euthanise 81% of the animals they have, no matter how healthy they are. Um, Hang on, Woody Harrelson is... uh, No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop stop right there, Nathaniel Tapley. Woody Harrelson is a massive dope smoker, and I don't think you can be a massive dope smoker without ingesting huge amounts of sugar and carbohydrate, white flour type situations. He's raw, entirely raw, whatever that means. Uh, Oh, oh, I'd very much like to know what he eats when he has the munchies, and I don't think it's gherkins. Nuts. (laughs) He shoves his mouth full of nuts and just chomps away. Oh, hello, down the nuts. Nut guzzler. That's what they call him. Woody Nut Guzzler Harrelson. Wow. I had, before I went vegan, I had a vegan friend. 
And yeah. he, he used to come around to my house sometimes and he would he would smoke marijuana out, out in the back, I think. You didn't inhale, though, did you? I've never, honestly, no one ever believes it. I've never taken any drug, like anything apart from alcohol and caffeine. Oh, try I haven't smoked like a normal cigarette. You know, people say, mm. oh, no, you know, do you, do you smoke? <laughs> Not tobacco. Oh my God. Oh no, you're in the special secret club like me and everyone else. <laughs> everyone else with your coy little. <laughs> Not tobacco. <laughs> Flipping heck. Anyway, he, the point is, he was vegan and he would get stoned and then he would order the biggest, like, four cheese pizza (laughs) and lie there, like, doped off his head on whatever it it is in cow's milk. (sighs) I'd like to do that right now. Which which part? Which part? Ripped off my and then roll around in a four cheese pizza. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> After the podcast, no, no uh, do it now. If you're going to do it, all right. If you can order it now, have it here for the second. No, episode. I don't. I don't think they've even heard of pizza delivery in the Channel Islands. Oh. <laughs> can I have one of those Italian flatbreads with the tomato topping? <laughs> Wouldn't it be more like a sort of a I don't know, like a it's you can have a a, a corn doll. Or some, that's more kind of an Isle of Man, isn't it? Like a weird three-legged... No. We have Guernsey Gosh, or Guernsey Gash. What's what? Guernsey um, Gash? What on earth you That's, that's like a, a local girl who's very friendly. No, Guernsey, Guernsey Gash, Guernsey Gosh. It's sort, sort of... It's a sort of You've got Guernsey Gash. <laughs> yes, and I'd like some ointment, please. Um, it's sort of bread with sultanas in, and you have it with lots of butter. No, delicious. Uh, right. So you could wrap it around a spotted dick and have spotted dick in Guernsey gash, <laughs> and essentially just be eating suet pudding and raisins. Yes, yes, what? absolutely. Other facts about people for the ethical Sorry. Of animals yes. include: in 2012, two of their staff were caught adopting 80 puppies and kittens from uh, local shelters. Again, all fit and healthy before shooting them and leaving them in a local dumpster. Oh. Peter says animals are not ours to eat, wear, experiment on, use for entertainment or abuse in any other way, but we can poison them the moment their lives become inconvenient to us. Happy birthday to Joe Bloody Brand, who is a bloody, brilliant, bloody comedian about whom I don't have a bad bloody word. <laughs> I don't think anybody has. She's bloody, bloody national bloody treasure. She's great, she is. Happy birthday to Amy Winehouse. She's the only non... Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's this with the let's make work for Jake edits business? What's all this? It's the Patreons. I thought we said no, the last time we were going to do no. it. <laughs> I said we'd do a special one, not for... The, oh. Okay. oh, it's the old crossed all wires. Right. Simon Fuller is... That yeah, yeah, you chose badly there, didn't you? Mm, if you're yeah. going to pick uh, one. Oh, no, the, the last one was the worst. And happy death day to... <laughs> to like, Leo McKern. Say oh. No, Leo McKern, who is an Australian actor, and there is nothing more I can say that is family-friendly about him. Mm. He played Rumpole of the Bailey. Rumpole of the Bailey, oh. I like it daily. Rumpole... <laughs> Rumpo, that used to be a vocal warm-up, I'm sure. Rumpo of the Bailey, I like it daily. I'm sure. Lizzie, yes. Um, <laughs> have you ever given a rump pole? I think I've been on the receiving end rather than um, yeah. the donating end. Do you like it daily? It's my business. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm the one making extra work. It's all <laughs> just because I wrote a bit about Leo <laughs> McKern. Oh, there we go. There it is. Lovely. With a voice like old yeah, That's my that kid not like getting fart. his story tonight. So well done, you. <laughs> oh wow. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lizzie, what are you uh, going to say to all that? Oh God, me? No, I'm yeah. not. No. Oh, well, you choosing know, between I was... two different plane crashes. <laughs> I know, and and yours was yours was noble, and mm. oh, it was clever, and it was oh, it was oh, I didn't see that coming, and my sphincter tightened and tightened and tightened. I think you mean your rumpel. With every <laughs> my rumpel, every new fact, my rumpel be- was close to shattering. Um, <laughs> but then Mr. Yap came along, and you know, really, yeah, it just upset everyone with his horrible facts of death and decapitation I don't know I, I need it's too it's too close it's too close mm. I need you I need no. you both to step no. up okay. and and oh god I shouldn't have drunk this rum neat should I yeah you, you absolutely should <laughs> <laughs> how do uh, t- uh, tip the balance tip the balance for god's sake so oh. how, what do you want us to do rum pole of the bailey <laughs> Um, how could I, could, how could I, could, I don't know, What about I don't some rumpole on rumpole action? Um, you're, <laughs> kissing, you're kissing rumpoles. You're obviously gagging for it, Jake, so I'll give you I'm the not point. gagging I'm for really, it. I'm really <laughs> sorry. You won't believe this, really but I'm actually <laughs> very fulfilled right well now. Well Jake. Three, yeah. two, Jake wins Amazing. today. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still confused. I'm... And come back next year for some non-plane crash or helicopter crash related facts about the 23rd oh. of July. Unless we can't be bothered and just put this one out again. Who yeah. knows? Find out next year. But listen to the 364 intervening ones. Who even also. knows what year this is? Oh, where am I? <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll never remember. I don't know. I'm Whose finger drunk. is this? <clears throat> Hello. That's my finger. What finger? What finger? <laughs> what finger is this? <laughs> Just keep it away from your rumpole. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Oh, God, it's another one of those ones. It's like the three of us just wander away from the microphone. Lost interest in that whole thing. Oh, I just Fine. found a... Ow, I just banged my head on the wall.